Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. It's me, Emma Wilman. Matteo is using the bathroom, and we have our friend Patty on the show today. Hi, Patty. How you doing? Hey, Emma. I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. I'm plugging along. Um, I think the holidays are, I mean, a little tough, I guess. I don't know why that is. I mean, so many reasons. I mean, I feel like most of it has to do with family. I feel like the holidays yeah. and the winter season, you're trapped indoors. First of all, you're trapped indoors with people. Second of all, you're trapped indoors with your family more right. often. So. It's a lot. It's I a can't, lot and I can't tell if it's like, is it like life is just tough and then I have something to like put it on to? Because it's like when I was, or is it, and it's just like something that everybody gets, can relate about it being a little bit tough. I actually started rec- record. Mateo oh, just came back from the bathroom. Patty and I were quickly catching Re- up about holidays. Real, oh, sorry. I just hurt my knee. Real quick. Where can I go get an IV drip? <laughs> oh, you can just like Google it. There are so many places that do like um, all of those like hydrate. It's like so trendy now. It's like a Google away. So I that's do- what I need. So uh, Mateo asked if he looked tired, and I said no, and then I said yes, and he does look tired in the eye too, and a little dehydrated. I have done them before. Have you done one, Patty? Um, I can't remember. I know that I booked them for people. I used to work as a concierge. Right. And I know that I've I've hired people to come do that, but I don't think I've done it. I'm very weird about, like, I'm fine getting tattoos and stuff like that, but, like, mm. IVs, blood drawn, stuff like that, uh-uh. Not nearly no, as not bad as Nick. Crazy. Do you know that when Nick gets any needle in him at all, ever, <laughs> he screams, passes out. He was in the hospital for four hours with a needle in his arm. It wouldn't go in because he was so tense. He was like, they had to pull his body upside down really? to try and get blood back into oh his like He is such a monster. It's a really crazy story. He yeah, should do really cognitive behavioral therapy about that because it works really well. I think with, he like, needs it more for than just that. Specific. He should be hypnotized. It works really well for specific, like, what is the fear, like, unrooting? But, I would personally like to be hired to just ha- old like be- wear like an iron fist that a knight used to wear, and when Nick has to go into <laughs> surgery, I just punch him as hard as I can in the face. That'll help. That'll that'll take a stress. Well, out you would him. think that they would use like you'd think they use like laughing gas or some sort of like they did. Like, it still didn't work. Anesthesia. Really? They, mm-hmm, they did. It still didn't work on did him. Did he have a bad experience as a kid? I don't know. Like- he is a a a fear, a tangible frightening fear of needles what i think like something this extreme would fall into the phobia category yes exactly yeah he does have a well i don't know if he has a phobia in the sense that he just because like he can't sounds like like a phobia is is it though should we call nick based on my i gotta i mean yeah it's the phobia it's like if you're scared of any like one particular thing more than others like it i guess irrationally to an extent it's a phobia Yes. Let me like, try. I'm, I'm scared of heights, but like I still will jump off of tall things. You right. know what I mean? All right, it, let me let me connect Nick here and see what he thinks. Hold on a second. Um, a phobia is a type of anxiety disorder defined by a persistent and excessive fear of an object or situation. So you're right, Patty. Oh my god. We're calling Nick everyone. Did we just cut Patty off? No, he's Wait. on hold. I'm gonna merge the two. Can you imagine if I just completely cut Patty off? <laughs> Next. Like Nick, he usually answers on so, the first ring, so this means he's not there. I read, I've been reading a book on cognitive behavioral therapy that talks about specific phobias and like tackling them. If you guys are interested more in that, you can message me on Instagram. Hey, Patty. Hey. Hey. Um, wait, you want to talk about that, or should we interview Patty? I want to interview or Patty. Do both? What I was just saying, Patty, I, you're right about the phobia. It is that is exactly what a, how a phobia is defined by like a specific, persistent, excessive fear of an object. Or situation, or like <laughs> animal, or something. Our entire friend circle is known to be excessive, but yeah. Who is the out of our friend circle? Who's the most excessive? The most excessive? Like who's the most? Well, I guess we all are ridiculous about certain things. Yeah, I mean, I think we all have our own things, but I think probably consistently it's Bob. Really, I would say Bob the least. You think? I don't know. Bob doesn't see. I mean. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, think about all of the things that people are, like, weird about. And I feel like Bob has more, like, things than, like, we do. There's a... Do you guys know the most common phobia? Yeah. Okay. I just looked it up. According to therapists, it's... Number one is social phobia. So, social, fear of social interactions. Really? 
And then another one is tripophobia, which is a circle fear of circle clusters. What? I don't know what that is. I guess of circle clusters, like bubbles. Oh, that's so interesting. The image of circle clusters are reminiscent of things we as humans have feared in the past, like infections, diseases, and dangerous animals like bees. Interesting. And then fear of failure is number three. Come on, that's not a fear. Like arachnophobia is a fear, not circles in fear. Well, there's a name of it I can't pronounce, tripophobia. Patty, what's your biggest fear? My biggest fear? And don't be metaphorical. I mean, like something that's like, you know. You don't mean some, something like, tangible you mm. can see. God. I mean, I think if I had anything that I'm like most scared of, it's height. But like, mm. I also am not scared enough that I won't like, do things right you know so it's like i've jumped off of tall buildings i've gone like zip lining but like if i had to name one thing that i'm like electively would i do it no it's height you've jumped roller coasters what's this jumping off yeah what's the jumping off tall buildings what does that even mean in auckland new zealand there's this like thing called the sky tower it's this really tall building and like you can do yeah so they have this thing where you jump off of it and it's not like it's not like bungee cords. It's a, like a free fall, but it's weighted. So you free fall all the way from like, you know, pretty much the top of this building. And then at the very last second, it like kind of catches you. I mean, and for someone like who's afraid of heights, Sounds this awful. doesn't sound like you have that big of a, like, yeah. that's what, I, well, you also have to consider that I was there with Monet and she can be a bully. So I was basically kind of like harassed into doing it. Nick, um, will he has a lot of fears. Like he'll hear a noise in the street and be like, ah, but mm. he does go on roller coasters mm. and says he completely blacks out on them. <laughs> wow. And he like completely. I mean, it must be really easy to do them if you're not conscious. Uh, well, that's what he True. said. Cause he says his, his like people freak out when they sit next to him. Cause his entire body is flailing around like his head <laughs> and his whole body. And at the very end, like the second he says it stops, he wakes up again. Why does he keep doing it? I don't know. Nick is probably the weirdest Wait. person I know. Um, Patty, I had I'm sure it's a fun little high, you know what I mean? You wake up like, right. whoa, I'm gonna die. I haven't gotten to talk to you in a long like where where are you, Patty? A very long time. I mean I'm in New York. Nice, in nice. My apartment. Very We've nice. Been doodling and tattooing now, so I'm working on like flash. Oh, that's Patty's awesome. a tattoo artist. That's so cool. And cut his hair. That's great. And Mateo said all my hair is gone. Doing the gym for like the past year. Oh, Patty's also like yoked. How did the, how did that like all like because I got in in the past year I got into going to the gym too. How did that how was that for you like integrating it in, as a lifestyle? I mean, I feel like it's been really easy. You know what it is though. I quit smoking. Mm. I quit smoking, and I Pot think that cigarettes. 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 Yes. You know, I've been sober for like nine oh, right. years and then I quit smoking, which uh, it's almost been a year of not smoking. Congratulations. And I think when I quit smoking, thanks. I think when I quit smoking, I was like, I need something. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I got to. So I started going to the gym, you know, That's but you so know, great. it's really crazy because it's like, I've never had any like body dysmorphia and stuff like that. Like it, I feel like it can be acquired when you start. Oh my God. Yes. Because then all of a sudden you're like, it's never enough. Totally. That's what like me a hundred percent. There's all these, I don't I know, think. I, yeah. I, I think I got more insecure the more I started going to the gym because Same. it was like the more I realized I have the ability to change. Totally. I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. And the people you're around and it's like, as you learn about it and you want that and then there was um I, I on TikTok I follow these like fitness people and that's like a very common thing like I joined the gym to feel better about myself but I developed a caffeine addiction and body dysmorphia. Well, I don't know where the caffeine. Yeah, I mean because you're fully from. next to these like dudes that are fucking like jacked and you're Huge. like, oh. And then you talk to them and then they're like, yeah, I'm not big enough, and you're like. But you're you can't even fit you you don't even fit in here right and this is made for people like right. you right so I don't even get it I mean I saw Joe Zimmerman uh, who's a comedian um, and he was at the gym today he was with his girlfriend oh, right. he was adorable and then uh, it was so funny because like it's so taken out of my element like at the gym I feel like I'm one person oh totally. And then- Mm-hmm. The second someone from your other life right. shows up, all of a sudden, like, then my physical body changes, like, the way, I, I, how I stand and sure. how I'm like, so all these other people I see Yeah, daily, I just become, like, a Nelly bottom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, all the other you people know, at the gym like, who see me. All the of trying to act butch is, like, right. gone. Oh, right. gone. Gone. By the way, I've been listening to Christmas music now exclusively while working out. Good for you. But the face I'm giving is ACDC, or hey. at least in my delusional fantasy. Right. That's 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 funny. I can picture that. Patty and I worked out together a bunch, which was that's great. It was so 
No, it was, it was, Patty's, this is Patty. Patty's the smartest person I know because he can do anything. Anything he puts his mind to it, right. he does it, which is why I think he gets so bored from things because he's so smart sure. that he's like, well, I learned how to do it. So let me just do well, the next thing. I think thing. that's my ADHD. I was just going to say that. Neurodivergency is like all, the whole new buzzword. Oh my God. Like, What's the buzzword? The neurodivergency. The hell is Neuro- that? Di- ne- neurodivergent. It I, means that your yeah. brain isn't the same as the uh like a- like average statistically Joe. average brain but it's like yeah. adhd any kind of learning difference like so actually over the pandemic was the first time i ever took the time to really learn about adhd and it's so interesting it is a buzzword i started now, following though. all these memes on instagram so i was diagnosed adhd when i was in grade school me and too. let me tell you something my mother threw every medication at me, <laughs> me that too. was even me slightly too. recommended yeah. pepto-bismol so what do you what do you got yeah well, I was like speedballing all the Me way through. Me too. Oh my god, I think um, it fucks up your dopamine receptors too because oh, fully. it, it I'm makes like, it. Is this why I'm an alcoholic. Yes, and I it, mean, it makes it too deep. But like, you're not supposed yeah. to be able to. My friend who's a bodybuilder, he was like, and he told me this the other day, and I was like, fuck. He's like, you know, you're not supposed the you're supposed to be able to concentrate like 90 minutes at a time, then need a 20 minute break. That's like for everybody's brain, like that's about the average. He's like, so when you take those pills, people with ADHD. All of a sudden, you and I are kids concentrating for five hours at a time, thinking this is how people concentrate. It it fucks oh. our brain up. Oh, his IQ. I mean, it here. does. Yeah, and the and and the thing is, is like there's this. So I fall. I started following all these like ADHD memes on Instagram. And if mm-hmm. you really want to think you're you're an expert on something, start mm-hmm. following the meme account. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are all <laughs> these like symptoms and stuff like that that I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that makes so to much sense. Yep. There's just one thing that I've really been like considering and I have to keep stopping myself from doing, which is like, it's this idea of hyper focusing. Oh my God. I was just, I was literally about to say that you literally took the words out of my mouth. I didn't know about that recently. Instead of focusing on things I need to do, I'll get distracted. And like, for example, I need to like clean my closet or I need to clean my room. And all of a sudden I'm reorganizing my closet and like sifting through things that need to be donated. And I'm like, wait a second. My bed still needs to be made. Totally. I do like, or there's a certain thing where I'm like, I would have my, I started seeing an ADHD specific psychiatrist. If you're ever interested, like it's a totally different thing because it's all ADHD based. But she was like, it's like, learning how to peel yourself away from something so there's certain things where i have to be like you have to stop and leave the house right now to get to someplace on time like video editing if i start doing it i won't stop until it's i'll spend six hours on it like my brain will not disengage which is why like don't start anything exactly I I i love how this went for me trying to compliment how smart and talented i think patty is to you two just going down your tiktok meme hole well it is about ADHD. you think that sounds so dirty but, it, well, it, it but, has but, to, but it's connected to like that though. yeah the yeah explanation to like i think that <laughs> i'm just so fucking talented in adhd that i just like can't because you know i'm like i feel like i have all of these skill sets but explain to me where the money is because it's like why don't why can i why can i do all of these things when i can't hold on to like i hate one people thing who long snap, enough to like make stick with it What's the solution? Because I'm the opposite of... of You're not neurodivergent. You're neurotypical. At all. Which is good. That's the majority of people. That's a, It's good. Yeah, I don't think yeah. what I, I am is bad. I, I'm just, I don't think what you guys are bad either. But well, I, we're diver- like, they say okay, divergent to make it, us not feel bad. Wait, side note, I have a thing for like delivery people sometimes. And this like oh, the delivery person was very attractive. So like... You, uh, it's a dopamine hit. That's another thing with ADHD people. We get a dopamine hit and then the we guy- fixate. Oh, the guy at the door? The so if Ikea there was a guy, guy at the door that was maybe friendly yeah, to you because he's delivering something, thing, it makes you get... He was so hot. That's I mean, l- Patty, Patty's had some extra deliveries from diners. Hey. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, I love a story. Now, do you take <laughs> it, Do you take anything for it? Uh, I have started... So when they, so when I was, I had a moment when I was a teenager where I was like, fuck that. I'm done with your drugs. I'm not taking that shit anymore. I'm out. And I kind of was able to manage, but only as I was like sort of settling into, you know, my thirties and becoming more of a quote unquote adult, whatever the fuck that means anymore. (laughs) I'm, I'm like realizing that like, it's something that I do kind of need to address. Yeah. Um, 
And I have started, uh, I have started uh, medicating again, like slowly but surely. I'm trying to like work it out and figure it out. Yeah, I have. Um, a, I take Vyvanse, and my I got dropped by my. Uh, is that a stimulant or non-stimulant? It's a non-stimulant, and it's really great. It's for, for people that have like addictive personalities too, because it doesn't give you any euphoria. But the problem is, it's, right. it's the only one like it, and it's like four hundred dollars a month, and my insurance Always. covered it. But I SAG, the actors union, I got dropped by their insurance and I called. I was so pissed about it. I was like, because they raised their premiums. I'm like, you guys raised your premiums when everyone was out of work and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, okay. After like two hours, the woman was like, Emma, um, even if we hadn't raised the premiums, you wouldn't have qualified by 50%. I was like, okay. All right. All right. But so <laughs> I'm going to probably go off of Vyvanse because it's just so expensive. And I don't know if I want to take Adderall because Adderall kind of fucks me up. Yeah, I'm taking like I think it's maybe like Ritalin. I don't know. You know, it's like the generic version or whatever it is. Um, so what would happen if my and, brain, like, if I took Adderall right now, what would happen? to I me? I think you would. Well, that's hate the thing it. is, like, there's this, there's this, like, well, there's this, like, market for people that take ADHD medication that aren't neurodivergent, and it makes them like it makes them essentially like hyper focused, which is what ADHD people have trouble doing anyway. It's kind of a revert to my, in my experience, and correct me if I'm wrong, Emma. The way like ADHD medications and stimulants work for people with ADHD is it's almost an opposite effect. Like it sort right. of calms my calm brain down because it's going so fast. Mm-hmm. That's why like caffeine, stuff like that, I've always been able to like drink it before I go to bed. Where yes. most people it will like keep me them too. up. So with, that's so, why it's so addicting for people without ADHD. Like I had, I used to always give it to my roommates in college. Um, shout outs to I hope oh you sold it, not just giving it I away. I actually didn't. I didn't know how much <laughs> money you – I didn't know that that – like because I always had so much of it because I didn't take it every day. And they were like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And they were like, all right. But it, what it would do they is – They were taking advantage of you. They were not – they did not have your best interest in mind. They So so they – if you took it, Mateo, you would – I don't know with you. I don't – I'm not sh- – I, I don't know, but I'm usually pretty calm. So, but what it would I'm do anxious, is, but in a weird way, it's dangerous. It's kind of like doing coke. Oh, I've never be, done coke. So it would make you. It would. What it does is, and it's like I'm why it's so addictive talking. is it would like make you insanely productive. But Pat, did you just say you find that hard to believe? You wouldn't sleep. No, I no, I, I didn't wouldn't. say that. I didn't say that it was hard to believe. I said I'm gonna stop talking because I'm like you know like meth. <laughs> like, uh, no, literally, I, yes. I've done that. I'm like. But you're 100% right. I mean, it's a methamphetamine. So if you took it, literally, you you would be so. I don't know though with you, because like, I don't know, Mateo, it's really hard to picture on it. I just think you'd be, I think you'd have an anxiety attack, actually. I think you would, I think you would, I think you would fully have like a meltdown. Because I'm prone to anxiety attacks. So I don't think it would be. What happens if you drink 10 cups of coffee? If I have too much coffee, it's my friend Molly Merkel's joke. She goes, I can't tell if the world's ending or or I can't tell if the creator's taking over. I had way too much coffee. Right. Because that's kind of how I feel. Like, I make sure I have a cup of coffee in the morning with a heavy breakfast. So that way it doesn't make me feel like, oh, God, everyone hates me. And then I have a second cup after my second meal and a workout. So that way, like, my system is, like, moving along smoothly already but then it stops after that unless i have like four spots at the cellar on a friday right. i have coffee at 7 p.m like i'll sit down with sd and Drink have a coffee, cup of coffee. Yeah. i i can have coffee at like six and nothing me too and it took me a while because people would be and also so how do you deal with your the dopamine it took me i didn't realize that there the dopamine drop was such a like real like you know how well, we get an afternoon dip we'll yeah, get like a well, we'll get a fucking I, dip that's why i stopped taking it as a kid like my mother and I had the worst fights that we've ever had when I was on medication because I would be on this medication and it would be so strong all throughout the day. Yeah. And I would come back home once it started to drop. And it was just like, I mean, Mateo hasn't done drugs like maybe you and I have done drugs, but it's kind of like when you, when you come down from something and it was just like i turned into like you know a fucking beast yeah it's it was like, like you know she'd be like hey can you what do you want for dinner and i'm like shut the fuck up right right because literally your oh hormones God, are Patty. but it's like your hormones are crashing in a way where and you don't have i didn't know at the time to be like okay my feelings aren't facts the stories i tell myself are not necessarily real like what is like you don't know how your body works so you're not like i cannot trust my emotions right now because 
all of the dopamine is has been like artificially forced, so now it's dropping, and it's like, mom, you don't, you don't, you don't have those tools. You don't have those you tools. Know? You don't have I the had no fucking tools. I feel we, yeah, fully. Well, you know, and not my mother admitting to me the other day. She's like, yeah, they told us about behavior modification, but to be honest, it was like really hard for like me to do it too. So we just like couldn't. Yeah, it's like, and I was like, are you kidding? You're literally just like admitting there was a solution, and you just were like, it was too hard. One time, I when I first went on my Adderall, I remember like I was in between. It was like in the summertime, and one of my grandparents on my dad's side had just died. And my dad said that all of a sudden, every day I would like wake up and just start organizing their costume jewelry. And he was like, what the fuck? I organized like my grandmother was a hoarder. I organized her costume jewelry for like two weeks. And it's still the way it is. I like alphabetized all of these comic books, organized the costume jewelry. It was like and then he made the doctor with an unmade bed. With an unmade bed, yeah. I, no, yeah, I do the exact same thing. Like, for some reason, like, when I start to get anxious, like, my go-to is to start, I do it to my apartment. I'm actually yeah. doing it right now. You know I'm what? Like, but I don't do my fucking taxes. Like, I got audited for oh, two years. I, I like, so Patty, wow. don't say that out loud on the podcast. Me t- well, actually, you well, can not do them for up to three and not. Bleep it out. Well, you can oh, not do them for up to three me. and not get in trouble. Don't take advice from me. Not not to shift totally here, but I we Em and I were sort of talking about this earlier, and this does actually deal with this sure. conversation about drug use and and all that stuff. When so, Patty, how have you? Someone you're very involved in queer the queer scene, not just in Manhattan, but also Brooklyn, but also I mean internationally. You're on Drag Race and do shows, and you're with Monet and all this stuff. So it's like, how do you feel about like when you see all these? you know, queer people in warehouses in Brooklyn at these, like, circuit parties till 7 a.m. Like, do you ever feel FOMO from that? Because I always talk about how I feel FOMO from... (laughs) Oh, I do. I mean, Nick always sets me straight. Yeah, because I always, like, sometimes I'm, like, like, especially if, like, Bob and Monet are out and, like, I don't see Patty or Alfredo. Like, I don't see my crew for a while. I start to feel, like, like, where, like, where are the gays? You know what I mean? And I'll see, like, on Instagram, like, all these people, like, now who are in Miami for some reason, all dancing and Why having a good time. Why is everyone in Miami? It's, it's, it's Art Basel. What the hell is that? Oh. I think it's either Art Basel, and then they also do this, like, Art Gazel thing, which I think that's just... That's funny. I mean, come on. I there's, think that's funny. With all the... Well, and, like, with all the homosexuals, we couldn't have thought of something that was a little bit more clever than that. I think that. that's funny. I'm like, I can't. Uh, okay, uh, historically, fine. gays have been very great in the arts and very tacky somehow at the same time. Like, somehow we've yeah. made the Sistine Chapel, but also Horse Meat Disco. Like, that's the name of... You know what I mean? Like... That's the title. What is horse meat disco? Is not a good example because that's cute. Uh, yeah, you're right. Wait, so, pa- so Patty, how do you feel? Like, do you feel FOMO? How do you I'm feel about gay it? Bar names like Hydrate and don't come for Hydrate. Um, that was the first okay. gay bar that I ever went into, and it had yeah, a sign on the bathroom that, that said was... "No Crystal Meth." Hilarious. Well, we can still agree that it's a bad name. It is, <sighs> which is also something I need to do right now. Is Hydrate? It's telling you. It's telling you what to do <clears throat> after. Yeah. So. But how do, how do you feel in general about all that stuff? Because I don't know if you and I have ever really talked about it. Well, well okay, wait, though. Let, I think, like, I need a more specific question. Like, how Maybe. do I feel about not going to circuit parties? Or how do I feel about... Do you about, feel FOMO from not being around these huge gay events that are usually no, drug-related? No, no, no. Okay, no, tell us why. Because no, I, I need a self-boost of confidence. Cause I don't I, think you really want to go to them. It's because, well, I have, there are several things. First of all, I don't really have any desire. I've never had a desire to do things like that, even when I was, like, doing drugs. Secondly, I'm so short, and I've now accepted that being 5'4 in large crowds of men who are, on average, six feet. So it's a logistical thing. anxiety because nobody has facial awareness. So for whatever reason, Friday You're getting knocked around. Yeah, and not in the way that I would prefer, if Preach. you know what I mean. I know what you mean. You're um, talking about getting fucked. Now Patty's trying to be subtle. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, we had discussions so, on is it hard to be a bottom or a top in right. this conversation. Well, okay, so Friday night, I went to this concert. I was, like, really feeling my fantasy, and I was like, I'm going to go to the Eagle. Um, What's I was the like, Eagle? I'm going to go alone, because I never go to any... Patty, I'd like, go with alone, you sometime, right? me and Nick. Yeah, what, well, yeah, what is well, the Eagle? Let's go. A gay bar? I mean, I, it's Nick like a... Is, 
No, we're forcing Nick to go. Uh, Emma or Patty, can you describe the Eagle to Emma, please? Uh, Eagle is a leather bar. They have one cool. in uh, LA as well. Uh, cool. It's just a leather and fetish bar. Uh, they, it's one of those things that it's like they don't have multiple locations, but there is usually an Eagle in like most major cities, mm-hmm. but they're not always like affiliated per se. Got it. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So I was like, I will. Go, I I had the idea that hopefully my friend that went with me to this concert was going to go with me. He didn't want to go. I was like, you know, what? I'm going to be brave. I'm going to go on my own, not something I normally do. Um, and when I got hurt. there, there was this there was this long line. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And sure enough, it was like some big event. And I was like, you know what? Let me pay this $25 cover. Let me like go. Let me feel it out. You mm-hmm. never do things like this. I will say I, I instantly regretted it. Really? It, there were so many people. And gays are so mean. Like, yeah, we very. are so mean. It, and I'm going to say that it's probably because the majority of us grew up insecure and whatever. But just, like, I don't know why, like, gays' natural default is to just be, like, so cunty. And you walk into a gay bar and everyone's, like, side-eyeing you and hissing at you. But, like, everyone's mad at you. But I think that's the yeah. default when people are, like, Holy. I think that's the default when people are nervous about meeting strangers but i am i would um matt i think straight bars are like that too right no well, they're yeah, not i mean well no I don't know. but not I mean, to us straight we're, dudes like they're not like that but, to us but there's but there, maybe at a straight bar there's there's like sort of a jousting between yes. other men for, yes. uh, the, for trying to pine for a woman what am i like hemingway why am i talking like I this but pine. also um when you're vying for the aesthetic. <laughs> like, here's something I've something I noticed. Like I've been with a There's strip- bound to be some animosity. <laughs> there's, there's, it's like I don't know how you made that the gayest way to be a guy at a straight bar. When you there, I'm pining for a woman. I if you went up to a woman and said I'm pining for you, they'd say you're at the wrong bar. You need to go over to the pine, uh, the gay bar. I've Wait. been admiring you from across the bar. This is something. Now that my Manhattan is dry. This is, I think if I would come approved. This is a mean thing. Approved. I've seen that at a straight bar. I've seen. Tell me if this happens at gay bar, guys bars. I've been with a straight girl. Why am I? Why you're not going to appreciate this this accent at all? It's a very good accent. See if you guys have seen this at gay bars. I've been with straight women, and like a guy will send a drink over, and this has happened maybe like. 18 Is times. That what happened? No, no, but then this happened. <laughs> in a gay bar, you just in a gay bar you just get a finger in your hole. But this yeah. is what then happens. So they'll send the drink drink over and the girl will be like, ugh. Like usually, like I remember being with this girl and this guy is like, oh, he's sending you guys these drinks. And I was like, oh, that's so nice of him. Thank you. And I was like, I'm gay and she has a boyfriend, so should we send them back? And the server was like, he already paid for them. And so but my friend was like kind of like, ugh, like, and then the guy came over and she was like, mean to him and she's like you emma you have to be like that otherwise the guy like won't go away so i see people being pretty mean i think it's more like what patty when you go to a gay bar there's maybe especially like the eagle there's a specific no one's just going because they want to hear like the shoop shoop song from Cher. they're going because (laughs) there's sex involved right and in that kind of energy you know there's there's um an expectation i guess you would say so everyone it's like this weird thing of like insecurity but also trying to show that you're i guess alpha or i don't know so, like, people just have, like, a weird energy about them. I don't Because you don't know what anyone's intention is when they're coming up right. to you. If it's solely for sex and you're not interested in, interest, interested in someone sexually, then they're probably reacting off that. But if which they is a weird... are interested sexually, then aren't they nice to you guys? No, they're still mean, but you just what? have sex at the end of the day. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. Because also, aren't you guys, like, I think you guys are, like, would be so I don't know I think you guys are both like so I attractive. Think, well to Patty would you agree like if you went into industry on a Thursday night to watch a drag show the energy is wildly different than if you go to the Eagle at 2 a.m. on a Saturday well absolutely yeah I mean I was like there on a Friday like and that that's very much what it was everybody was like cruising and whatever and you know these fucking like dudes and bears that are like six feet they're just like throwing their fucking weight around it's like it's <laughs> It's crowded and are you talking about you know, literally, literally or figuratively? Like, they're knocking you down. Uh, figurative. Okay. It's quite well, actually, literally and figuratively, because you know it's so packed, it's hard to like move through. And instead of just like being patient and like waiting for it to clear, like these dudes are fucking, you know, ramming into you and like pushing you. And I was mm. like, I cannot. But also, 
maybe it's not just gays. Maybe like the average person just doesn't have like common decency. I don't know. I 100% think that's what it is. And I think also people are territorial. So it's like, Territorials, you know, if I'm Mateo and I are on a date and you come over, I'm going to be like not friendly. You know what I mean? Nick said something really funny because Nick has a different experience than Patty. Nick's 6'4". So Mm. he sees everything that's going on. And we Mm. were at the queue the other week for Patty's birthday, which Patty, I had so much fun. Um, We need to go again. I would uh, down and only if Nick comes. What is the queue? So it's a club, Mm -hmm. you know. So we were there and Nick's 6'4 and sees someone... Like, who's 7'1". I'm not kidding you. Like, so tall. And then Nick goes... It's so loud and it's so interesting. You just hear Nick go, Jesus Christ, who's this Frankenstein? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I was at the concert. Why is it that tall people don't know they're tall and they will stand directly in front of, like, everyone? And I'm like, no, go to the back. I I don't... I wonder that, too. I mean, I... Like, if I even go in front of someone and I'm short as all hell, I still, like, turn around and I'm like, you know, sorry. Like, I I apologize. Right, yeah. That's just, like, that's not a thing, apparently, when you're, like, you know... I guess I'm very spatially aware. Like, I always ask, can you see... Like, if I'm at the cellar and it's all... The VU and it's crowded in that, like, comic section and I'm standing, I'll turn back and say, can you guys see... Me, too. You know? Well, also, like... Yeah, because I think that's the nice thing to, like, do. But maybe, I don't know, maybe tall people are like, I'm over it. Like, no, no one mm. can ever see. So, like, it is what it is. Emma, do you want to come out with me, Patty, and Nick one night to the queue? Sure. Do you guys like dancing? Because my girlfriend has been wanting to go dancing, and I'm like, yeah. I don't dance. I don't either. Okay, so can we all go together, and then you and I cannot dance, and I then dance. they can dance? I'll dance with your girlfriend. Patty I'd dances. love that. That'd and be Nick so nice. doesn't dance either. So you, me, and Nick can sit oh, and, that'd be gr- like, I would scowl. love that. Patty, I know you don't drink, well, but I will wait, literally did you get tell the story? Did you tell the story about, like, the the hole that was like in our face. oh yeah nick told the whole story and now i tell it on the stage the the go-go boy that got completely naked and showed everyone he his wasn't asshole. a go-go boy he was not affiliated with uh he was not affiliated with the the you have not the told it on the show on, you guys have yeah told... nick did last with last time nick was on because he was also the guy who was on the bus with nick who went to the hamptons gay party no oh That's my god that was when right. rosebud was hosting oh, okay when i you was were like sick. Oh, okay got it, got it i was got like it. emma we were here you're right yeah, so yeah. to recap a guy got completely naked and what was funny is all these gays were looking at him but he was wearing ankle socks and moccasins so it was the gayest thing to hear all these gays go look at those fucking shoes you know those like naked. you know those like shunuk like like weird moccasin things that are like have uh fucking what do they call it like reverse stitching like do you know what i mean like yeah you know, weird <laughs> stitching yes. where it's like on the outside yes I know exactly like, yeah I had them when I was a little kid, and then I think my mom took them away because it was like she was like, "This is probably like culturally appropriating in a bad way." Not that well, there's ever not a bad way. Of the curve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was. Although you know what she did over Thanksgiving? My girlfriend's Mexican, what? and my mom asked. She was like, she was coming in, and my mom was like, she was like, um, does she like her? How does she like her turkey salted or or spicy? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden she kept out. She's like, is the food too bland? Is the food too bland? And I was like, what is she talking about? And then she goes, how, um, how spicy do you need your turkey to be? And I kept being like, why is she asking her about spicy? And then my girlfriend's like, it doesn't need to be spicy. And then she's like, well, how does your family get it spicy? And then I was like, oh, no. She thinks because she's Mexican, everything needs to be spicy. And then. What? That's yeah. So I was like, mom. I didn't. I, I like said to her. I was like, mom, like, she, she doesn't need it to be spicy. And she was like, I didn't know if it's just going to be too bland because it's not how. She does Thanksgiving, and I was like, she doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, actually. We, I had Thanksgiving with only Italians, and we made carbonara. Mm, what did you do, Patty? Um, I went to my friend's place out in Brooklyn, and That's we had nice. a pretty traditional Thanksgiving. Uh, I made my macaroni and cheese that has, like, three pounds of cheese in it. Yes. You didn't make your pie? I did not make a pie this year, no. no. We, had, we had a pie contest one year, because we do Thanksgiving at Bob's house, usually. And so it was me, Bob, Alfredo, Boomer, and Patty in this pie contest, and Nick. And I, I would think you would win. Of course, I won. Yeah, what that's, what I, thought, I, that's what I would have thought. Yeah, of course. Patty whipped together this chocolate. Wait, no. Actually, Patty... I could see Patty winning because I could see you like measuring everything out exactly, and then maybe Patty like doing something that no one would have thought of. Well, let me tell you, Patty did do well, something no one thought was of. Something no one ever thought of. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Patty Except lost for people who. Uh, well, never mind. Pa- Patty <laughs> lost, and then now it's never going to be let down. What did? You, what was the pie? It was a Hershey pie. Yum. It was like pretty, like yeah. You mm. like melt chocolate mm. bars and whatever. Mm. It's like completely decadent. incredible. It's like fully. I love Hershey. You know, milk or dark? Middle America. It's like you know, milk chocolate. 
Yeah. I'll slap you in the face right now. That's the number one pie for me. What did you make, Apple? <laughs> I made key lime pie. Oh, fuck, that's my favorite pie. Damn. But oh, yeah. Giving, it's not seasonally appropriate. It isn't. It, they, I looked it up. It's depending on the region you come from. Now, I'm not from Florida not, or the Key West, right. but that is a pie that they have for Thanksgiving. We're really using sure. Florida as an example. Okay, no one in Chicago or New York City is having a Hershey's pie. Yes, This they are. is something specific to Mississippi. No. So this, is, no. Yes. I've never heard of a Hershey's pie until Patty walked in and said, I well, whipped this together. Just because you haven't heard of it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Well, that's my point to you, is that people have key lime pie in other areas just because you didn't, they do. Hershey's pie, I bet, is like, that's like in all state pie. Like, it that's... had Cool Whip on it. Fuck yes, it did. Well, America. thank God Emma wasn't a judge. America. I love and cool Boomer, it. and I'll say it again. Boomer made a great apple pie. The Boring. filling was his, but that crust—he cheated. Absolutely. Mm. He, yeah, he cheated. Yeah, he cheated. He won't sure. admit to it. No. Now, what's the diet, Patty? And how did you like? Not diet, because it's a like lifestyle. Like, how did you do your health stuff? Uh, my health stuff. Oh, for like working out. <laughs> yeah, like what did you do? Because it's totally anything about health stuff. Because <laughs> it's like, well, Mateo said that you're going to the gym all the time. Like, how did you like? Because I know it's like not smoking and picking up something new, but then it's like eating. Like, how did you incorporate it and stick with it? Well, I mean, I don't know that I really do. Like, oh, to be yeah. fair, like go to the gym for two hours and then I come home and I order McDonald's. So it's mm. like it is what it is. I'm, but you know, gain slowly but surely. But lately, I've been trying to be a little bit more on top of it, and I don't know. I kind of just like accept the fact that I'm never going to do it perfectly, and that's oh, okay. progress, not perfection. Because I, because I was fully like, that, fully that. I did a two month like program that was intensive, and then I was sticking to like working out a couple times a week, and then I fell off, and then I, then I was like working out again, but um, I haven't been sticking to like uh plan which is like the only way to like really like track stuff if you want changes right. and I have and i try to get enough protein but it's definitely been recently i haven't like i can kind of eyeball it now but i haven't been sticking i to try something. to eat at least my body weight in protein yes me too me you, too i don't understand what that means you try and eat 140 pounds of protein 120 grams i mean 140 grams oh, so like for, um I yeah just eat whatever my how much do you in. get of protein 160 I mean, yeah, because I weigh uh, 160. Yeah. So I, I guess, well, don't you I, have some sort of little nutritionist and stuff like that? Don't yeah, you, but I, I just I eat what she you, tells like, me. Exactly how much you're eating. She'll tell me. I just eat what she tells me. I don't know what she's. Oh, so I, she doesn't give you the macro breakdown? She does, but oh. I don't look at it. I just uh, eat what she tells me to do. Wow. You're like sure. Trust. That's tr that's that's trust. Because I had been doing it. Like I think I was getting 150, no, 140 a day when I was doing that program and then now i'm probably not getting i was doing the protein powder and my oatmeal um, oh you can do that before yeah. we it's delicious before we wrap this up i want to just try calling nick one more time to get him on here for that needle story and also i want to know if you're dating anybody patty oh, okay one second patty oh, just no no okay. hang on a sec patty Matthew. Hold on, I'm merging the call. With who? Shut up. With with Patty. Why won't this bring me back to uh wait, where's what's going on? Where'd Patty go? Ugh, stay on the line, Nick. Hold on. Patty got hung up on. Oh. Hold on. Okay, Nick and Patty are both on. Okay. N Nick, you're Hi, on Nick. you're on the podcast, Nick. I'm on what podcast? Inside the closet, baby. Shut up, Nick. All right, Nick, we're talking about phobias, and we want your um, needles. Yes, I'm homophobic. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. honestly, go to the Eagle on a Friday night. And I oh, Nick, it. we've decided you, me, Patty, and Emma, and Lexi are going to go out to the queue one night, okay? Lexi's my girlfriend. She wants to go dancing. And you and I okay, will not well, dance. I don't, Neither do I, I don't know Lexi, but... Just say I'll yes. go. Okay. Nick, will you tell us your needle story about when you went to get surgery and the needles and going in? Because we, we believe you have a phobia of needles, and we want you to confirm that. I do. And even hearing the word makes my spine mm. shiver. <laughs> have you always been uh, like that, or where do you think it came from? Always. 
Even oh, as a child, whenever I would have to like go to the doctor and give blood, my grandma or aunt would have to go with me because my mom didn't want to have to deal with it. <laughs> is there and a specific... they would have to like hold me down. Is there like a, is it like the idea of it or the feeling of it or just everything? All of the above. Hmm. Freaks me out. It's weird. Have you ever had an actual Painful. bad experience with it? Yes. I w- Tell her the story, Nick. Well, Okay, in my defense, the bad experiences are because I made them bad experiences. <laughs> that's not defending yourself, but that's incriminating yourself. Like, in my defense, I caused it all. Um, I mean, the most recent one is when I had to have ass surgery. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and... When I went, for some reason, and because I don't have a lot of experience with being put under anesthesia, for some reason in my head, in my mind, I was like, hey, I was going to get a hemorrhoid removed. Mm -hmm. And I knew that they were putting me under, but it didn't register to me that that meant putting a needle or an IV in me. For some reason, I thought that they did like a gas mask and then I just went out. Sure. And then they put like the IV in you once you're already out. Right. So I show up and my mom, no one's here or anything. Cause also I didn't think it was that big of a surgery. You're also in your thirties. <laughs> well, this was when I was 27. Okay. I'm just saying. This is when I was 27. You're not 12, Nick. It's a big Anyways. surgery. That's a big one. Like it's really wild. My mom would not show up. For yeah. I, I don't know where everyone was. I was abandoned. So I show up and they bring me in. And I'm like in my hospital gown behind these curtains, waiting it out. And they're running behind, of course. And then about an hour after waiting, the nurse comes in and she was like, okay, I'm just here to like put the IV in you and um, get that process going. And as if I know better than her, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm only here for like an ass surgery. I don't think I need that. Right. And she was like, Huh? And I was like, well, no, I just, I'm just here for like, just I, I don't, my I, ass I, open. I, I was like, I'm, I'm feeling hydrated. I don't think I need an IV. <laughs> and she was like, okay, but you're going under. And I was like, no, I know. And she was like, how do you think, well, how do you think, yeah. how do you think we're putting you under? And I was like, fuck. Oh, I don't know. And she was like, well, yeah, it's through you. the IV. <laughs> so then I start panicking so then i call my mom (laughs) who is at this like formal gala for my dad's job oh boy it's like one night a year that they're all like dressed up and i call her and she's at this table and i bet someone someone had probably just asked and how's nick doing and she's like oh he's calling right now and then you're on the other line like so I call her and I am screaming at how <laughs> dare you not come here. Did you know they had to put a needle in me? I have to get an IIV. I can't do this. XYZ screaming at her. She's, of course, whispering because I'm sure everyone at the table can hear me screaming. Right. And she's like, there's nothing that I can do about it. I'm literally three hours away at a gala right now. <laughs> so as I'm on the phone with her, the nurse is trying to put the IV in. The and I'm like... You're probably her so last tense. So she puts the IV, like the needle in, and I'm so tense that it pushes it back out. Ah. So then I start panicking uh. even more. So then she was like, you've got to calm down. So I'm panicking and panicking. And then she tries it again and it's in there. But she like looks up after doing it and she is like, oh, um, and mind you, I'm still screaming at my mother. And was she, still even she was like, phone? okay, I'm going to need you to hang up the phone because I'm going to need to turn you upside down. So I hang up the phone and she was like, you're completely white and it looks like you're about to pass out. So they strap me down and like tilt the bed completely upside down. So I'm vertical getting fucking, blood back to my head. Like an evil doctor's lab? I didn't even know the beds did that. So then they flip me back up. And I'm petrified to move my arm because in my mind, I'm like, well, if I move, the needle will poke out of my skin or I don't even. So I like wouldn't move my arm. And she was like, you can move your arm. And I was like, no, I can't. 
So, and they, of course, were running behind. So for an hour and a half, I was just sitting there with an IV and my arm was falling asleep because I wouldn't move it. Weren't you supposed to pass out, though? Like, wouldn't, wasn't it supposed to well, knock you out? So the issue was, is normally they bring you to the operating room, then they put the IV in you and all of that. But because they were running behind, <laughs> they were putting the IV in me and then I still wait and then drag the IV and IV uh. bag with me to the operating room. So then by the time I got to the operating room, the surgeon was like, I heard there was a commotion. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> And then they removed not a commotion. Hemorrhoids. And uh, I'll never forgive my mother. <laughs> Have you spoken to her since then? Nope. <laughs> I'll occasionally send her a postcard. There's this with this you with a picture of a needle. There's a there's this therapy called CBT therapy, and it's supposed to deal with like spe- dealing with specific phobias. Is like the first thing they talk about. They would kick Nick out within five minutes. I don't have a specific. Well, phobia, like so that. What's it. that one episode of Maury or Jerry Springer where she was afraid of pickles and they brought out a jar of pickles <laughs> and she had a full breakdown. Incredible, <laughs> incredible. I so, don't know, but I want to do one of those shows. Because like, Patty one. said he was afraid of heights, but he still jumped off a building. I'm afraid of heights. I mean, look, I'm afraid also of most things in life, <laughs> except roller coasters. Yeah, I mean, but I afraid of roller coasters i just go on them and pass out but i'm afraid of most things like when i walk i'm afraid that i'm going to be part of a drive-by shooting at any given moment when i walk out of a subway i always duck my head because in my mind i'm like i'm the tallest one so if my head sticks out first i would get shot first but you're so So i duck my head every time i walk out of a subway stairwell see patty that tall people have different fears about them being tall versus you being short yeah, I mean, I never said that people who are tall don't, they're, they, you know, their fears aren't valid. I just said that mine are probably more important. <laughs> <laughs> That's how everybody you feels know? about their fears. I like, mean, it's so like, well said. yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm sure it's like valid to them, but like, you know, they don't have to pay $60 to like half watch a concert because <laughs> they refuse to move. So it's hard to feel bad for them a little bit. Nick, do you ever feel like you're always in someone's way? Like if you go to a concert? Um, see, kinda. no. Doesn't even think about it. Yeah, see, Patty's right. No, I do, but I just don't go to concerts where I'm standing that often. Mm. He goes to the classy ones where you get to sit. Why are you trying to make this a class thing? Yeah. Because the ones where you sit are like I mean, I guess like I do. Opera. I will say when I go and they're seating, I do slouch because I'm always like, oh, the person behind me can't see. I always think of the outdoor festivals which, like, where you're like standing and it's like tiring and you're jumping around. And then the ones where you have to sit means like it's like in a theater, right? Right. But I don't like crowds. So I don't right. go to ones where you're standing. Right. Nick, would you rather be at the Eagle at four o'clock in the morning during Pride Week or would you rather be at Coachella in the front Ooh. row? Oh. <laughs> um. Oof. Front row of Coachella well, is pretty fucking bad. Well, after what happened to that Travis Scott concert, I don't want to be at front row of any concert. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Jeez. True. Jeez. Um, so I guess the Eagle. <laughs> okay. I have a question. This is a little bit of jump from all this, but have any of you guys seen The House of Gucci? It's a movie with Lady Gaga. Her accent's I so bad. I have not seen it yet. No. So I watched it and I loved it. Okay. If you guys didn't see it. Really? You, well, I she thought, looks like, like Mother Russia. I thought it was really good. Her act. I mean... I guess I don't have a rep- frame of reference for her accent. I thought it was the acting. I thought she did a really good job. But I'm curious. You are one of think. very few people I know. who thought it was good. <laughs> it was also like I was surprised it got skewered so much. It was definitely like high drama, campy for sure. But I was thoroughly entertained. But I also like shitty pop music, so maybe not. Well, I like Lady Gaga. I think she's Love. a good actress. Yeah. But I, I, I think the accent choice was different. People were not, yeah, I was surprised. But then why is she getting all this Oscar buzz? I thought she was great, so I don't know. That's why I was curious if you guys had seen it. But Nick or Patty, are you guys going to see it? No. I mean, I think she gets Oscar buzz because people pay for Oscar buzz. That's the way Oscar buzz. They do? Really? Right. And her name is Lady Gaga. Production companies and stuff like that. Like, I mean, right? Like, I mean, I've seen all, like, for your consideration, like, all this, 
all over LA. It's because the these like production companies like pay for all that. Right. Stuff. Yeah, you can because you'll buy but a also when you're a star like her, no because... matter what you do, you have buzz for something. She could come True. out with a CD that's complete dog shit, and they'd be like, "Gaga's got Grammy buzz." Like right. a CD. <laughs> She's bringing CDs back, baby. <laughs> Not a CD. She could come out with a hit clip, and everybody would be talking about it. She could come out with an old cassette tape, <laughs> and people would say it's got it's buzzworthy. <laughs> What are you guys doing for the holidays coming up? Celebrating? Going to Mississippi. Ooh. Is that where your family is, Patty? Yeah, he's from Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my whole family is from Mississippi. Are you going to stay there for New... I'm actually going to be in Mexico for New Year's Eve. Oh, I'll be in Hawaii. I'm excited. I've never been to Mexico before. I'll be in New Jersey. Hey, hey. Um, Nick just went to see his family for Thanksgiving, but didn't see some of his family. Mm, I get that. How was it, Nick? Correct. Uh, it was fine. I always enjoy getting out of the city for a few days. I enjoy it for a few days, but then after three days with family, I'm ready to come back. Because yeah. I spent five and I was cooked. Too long. Just too long. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't like put my finger on it, but I was like, I'm depressed. And my girlfriend was like, well, seeing family is hard. And I was like, no, it's not that. And then I was like, it's that. It's mm-hmm. for sure that. I was like mm-hmm. binge eating chocolate on the train back. And I was well, like, you yeah. probably you probably have heard this thing, Emma. It's like it's hard being around family. It's like family pushes all of your buttons. Right. Because they're the ones who installed them. Ooh, I've not Damn. heard that saying. Damn. You've not heard that? No. I would have I would have assumed maybe you would have heard that. Have not. Those feelings um, are what yeah. I feel when so, I'm hanging around Nick for too long. <laughs> He installed them. Yeah. So as the saying goes, the reason why families press your buttons because they built that shit. Damn, that's a good one. Thank you, Patty. Well, Patty and Yeah, I mean it's so much sense, right? Amen. Hundred percent. Um Patrick. Yeah, is this interview over yet? It is. It's ending. What are Um, where can people find you guys online? You can find me at legal minor on Instagram. Uh, check it out. Check out my tattoo availability. Look yes. at my class. Come see me. Where is your tattoo shop? And I actually know a guy who is looking to open a tattoo shop in the Lower East Side. Well, my, I'm at my friend's place. Her name okay. is Kiki. She has a place called Kiki Studio, and it's in he's, Ridgewood. It's he's right working for my ex. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and Nick, where can people find you besides a dumpster fire? Uh, you can also find me at, at Legal Minor on Instagram. <laughs> Um, so just follow me there. Nick just got to 2,000 followers on Congrats. Instagram. Congrats. Okay. Okay, right. Nick, that's when well, you're supposed to say thanks. You said congratulations, <laughs> you stunad. Patty, will you say the tattoo place one more time? Uh, yeah, Kiki Studio. Okay. And it's uh, Kiki's, uh, K-E-E-K-E-E-S dot studio on Instagram. That's so fun. And do you design the tattoos too? I do, yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, Emma, where can people find you? At Emma Willman, and I am posting on Instagram and TikTok. And also, I'm going to start doing Facebook more regularly, too. And you can catch me. I am at Mateo Lane on Instagram and MateoLaneComedy.com for all shows. Thank you guys so much. Avenue, a podcast <clears throat> a podcast network.